Here for a good time, not a long time. Um, can it be both? I don't want to live long. Is that true? No. Like, yes, it's true. I don't. I don't. Ideal. Like, ideal. If I live past, I want to say this number and it's going to upset people. Oh. But if I live much past 75, I'm going to be annoyed. in the dirt like my dad was a referee my brother played sports like I was always at a practice or a game or yeah I got carried off the field my first soccer game what did you do I slide tackled somebody Uh Mm uh-huh she deserved it no I I honestly remember (laughs) I remember very well um your dad refed what football he was a football referee did did he ever throw flags at home was he ever just like throwing a flag you like (laughs) Jen didn't finish her peas that's 10 minutes off TV time. No, there's no flags. I think it would have been so funny if he did that. <laughs> but I feel like he should have. No, yeah. That. Yeah. He would have been like, uh, that was uh, pass interference. I tried to pass <laughs> your mother a cookie. You tried to reach for it. It's not dessert time. That's a that's a 10 minute penalty. Yeah, no, there was just this look. There was a look. And if he gave that look, it was like, oh, God, get it together. Was your dad the enforcer? Yeah. Okay. He didn't get mad often, but but when he did. It was that, like, run for the hills. I think I'm scared more of the people who keep it calm and collected until they don't. Because those people, if you're with someone that yells all the time, right? Like you're encountering this person. You're like, yeah, they're going to, oh yeah. Oh, Dave, he yells, right? Like you're just like, yeah, it's Dave. If you're with, and then you have like this other guy, like Tim, and you're like, one day Tim's going to crack. He hasn't. But right. when he does, I don't want it to be in my vicinity. <laughs> You know, I don't trust him. Just the people who keep like, it's like a bottle just filling up, filling up, filling up till they pop. Right. Which it sounds yeah. like you were describing your father in that context. No, I feel like I described him terribly. He also has like the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met in my yeah. life. But he did for sure like have a temper. Um, I want to continue on that, but I've literally just noticed I haven't even, I haven't talked about your tea. And I, I want to do in. that. Yeah, let's tie oh, it in. Um, so oh gosh, have hot? you tried I'm it like yet? A baby. What like it's too like it, if it's too hot you have a yeah, problem. Like I'm someone who like order a tea and then I drink it like an hour later. Oh, that's good. Um, so the tea that we are drinking it mm-hmm. is Bird and Blend's Moji tea. It's like or Mohi tea. It's like a mojito mm-hmm. with tea. It is kind of a, it's Just a green tea with yeah you could. Mm-hmm. It's got green tea with with peppermint and lime. Uh, it's I think it's good. It's very um, good. I would say for those steaming at home, uh, pretty standard green tea. You know, uh, this one I did 175. You could do 180 Fahrenheit and do it for three minutes. Um, yeah. What? What is I that? I just don't. Th- I'm fascinated. Oh well, you just wrote an article about tea. I feel like you're in your tea, tea era. Yeah, but I don't know about like temperatures. I just let water boil and then I pour it in. Like you made it an art. Well, you're so sweet. I think mine's more of like a finger painting <laughs> when I make tea. Finger painting still art. True. I here's my thing about tea is that, and I say this on the pod all the time. A, people in the U.S. don't drink as much tea because it, it has like all this snooty stuff assigned to it. And people are like, "Oh, you need to do this, and this is how you need to make the tea." Oh, you left the bag in the water, and I'm like, "This is a judgment-free tea zone. We're in a JFTZ right now. You do what you want." <laughs> but do you, you want drink pour- coffee? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to pour boiling water on your tea? Go nuts. What do I care? <laughs> like I, I listen. Technically, there are guidelines to temperatures to brew your teas at. 
yeah. you would not do a green at boiling. You would do it between 175 and 185. If you're doing a black, you would boil it. Sometimes with oolong, you'd boil it. With herbals, you can boil it. But like, you know, the water that is, not the tea itself. But like, you know, the, the, you can approach it that way. Or you can say, oh, hey, I have a busy schedule and I grabbed a tea bag and I didn't want to look at what the color was and I have a kettle that just either goes whistling when it's done or it's not done. I don't know the temps. I don't have a tea thermometer. I'm just going to do what I do and that's fine. Ah, good. I just, yeah, mine's in a pot. I don't even have a kettle. Good. And I drink tea like every day. It's probably weird. that. Why is that weird? That I don't have a kettle? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's not. Think about all the things that are weird in life. You not having a kettle. So many things. Are I weird know. Life. You know, like, like, I don't know why they haven't rebooted Boy Meets World. Like, that's weird to me. Is that something you need? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was like, they made a they made a girl. We unpack that. No, they made Girl Meets World, and that that you know. Oh, but yeah, I didn't even did. I didn't need a reboot of either. I don't need a boy or a girl meeting the world. Reboots are hard for me. Have you ever seen a reboot you liked? No. Are you a fan? Because we were talking about this a little off mic. You were asking me if I'm like a fan of any, um, mm. what would say, franchises. Are you? Yeah. Like X-Men, Star Wars. Is Buffy the Vampire Slayer a franchise? Um, if it is, I am with you on that. Yes. Um, you know, uh, what, is it, what was it called? Was it called Hush, the episode with the gentleman? <gasps> the bet. The, the scariest episode that ever existed. I think yeah. it was nominated. It was like one of the only episodes to be nominated for an Emmy. The body wasn't nominated? I don't think so. Interesting. I thought that would have been nominated. Yeah, the people that took all the sound from the town and mm-hmm. were just floating. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. So let me ask you, as someone who's a big fan, we're going to get back to Buffy because it was <laughs> formative for me. Um, when you look at something like Star Wars, which you are a fan of the franchise, mm-hmm. do you have any sort of weird reaction to someone like me who goes, oh, I saw them all. And then you're like, okay, like wh- any thoughts? Or sorry, I didn't see two and three. So the reboot, the first reboot. So episodes two and three. I've seen four, five, and six, the original three. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. Then I saw yeah. one. Then I skipped two, three. Then I saw seven, eight, and nine. Uh, no, because I think everyone likes what they like. Mm. I don't know. I'm just, I, everyone's free to love and dig and not love whatever they want. I just mean, as someone who's such a fan, are you like, I can't understand how someone wouldn't want to see all of them often. Like, how does someone not know, you know, who, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the name of the guy I wanted to reference, but like, you know, who so-and-so is, who this, that is, who runs the cantina? Like, does it weird you out? Like, what's it, you're like, how would you not want to know that? General Snope, is it? Who was I thinking? Yeah. Snope? I don't know. I don't know. I think I really like, I'm not a judgy. Hmm. No. Okay. I will say when people say they don't like sports, first thing that goes through my head is like, you would never last a day in my house, like over the holidays. Because um, no. sports is like our love language. Oh. So like that, I mean, I guess Star Wars was a big deal too, but no, it doesn't surprise me because I feel like people know things that I don't know anything about. In Star Wars? And in anything. In anything. Okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, how hot do you brew it to? No, like, um, I was just thinking that. Like, I don't know those things. I don't know. Is that a weird answer? No, I don't think I so. I feel like I'm not giving you what you want. I don't. There's nothing that I want. Oh, well, perfect. I could use some pie later. Well, uh, well, well you, you have 800 I I have. pounds of pie. And you know what? Not enough. Um, <laughs> I do find it interesting, though. Two very different franchises that you lean toward um and also i find it interesting that you don't write in that genre either of them 
Well, do you? Fan- I mean, I write a little fantasy. I think that's like where that sort of comes from. But as far as like, would you consider that fantasy or sci-fi? Star Wars sci-fi. Yeah. For sure. Some of it, like the background and all of it, gets too much for me sometimes. Mm, you mean like all the people who like write fanfic about all the Star Wars? You're, yeah, you're it's like- It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. I find the craziest thing to be that people have gotten to a place or society has gotten to a place. People write fan fiction about real people. So like like there is like in One Direction for example, I can't remember which two people they wrote it about, but it's like Harry Styles and one of the other gentlemen. They, they're getting fanfic now. Yeah, people write like love stories about like how him and another one of the members, maybe it's Louis. I don't I don't know Louis. I don't I don't know all their names. Um, but like like people write about how like there was a there was a they write like fan fiction about their relationship. You've not heard of any of this. I mean, I have. I just um. I think it's a bizarre way to spend your time. Yeah. <laughs> but I also write like scripts upon scripts of fake relationships. So it's like, who am I to judge anyone? But I do think that that is a very weird niche that like, do you- why do people so obsessed with other people? Like, in general, celebrities kind of that whole concept blows my mind sometimes. When so this is an interesting thing. So you you know Jess, my fiance, you're familiar with her. Mm-hmm. What I think she's the first person I've ever met who I go, oh, like who's who would be who would you say is like your celebrity crush? And she goes, no one. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, I don't know what they're like. What if they suck? That's what's up here. And right, which hurt me because I was like, am I not also really attractive? Like, <laughs> just focused on the brains. And <laughs> what about the brawn? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but she, but I, she's like, I don't know what they're like. What, like, I, I'm not going to be attracted to someone because they're they're hot. Like, what, what, you know? I was like, weird. I find that crazy. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, I mean, like, I have a few. Like, Felicity Jones is up there for me. Great hair. Um, nope, I'm thinking of Felicity. Felicity, ignore that. Carrie Russell. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Her actual that's name is like, not great Felicity. Hair. Um, you know, Felicity Jones was in um the Theory of Everything. Oh, oh, okay, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I like um, Emma Stone a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll throw in an Emma Watson. There we go. Have you seen them? E- oh, in person? Like IRL. I have run into Emma, this is not an exaggeration, I ran into Emma Watson twice in two days, in two different places. <laughs> really? She must have been dating I mean- a guy who was on the west side, because I ran into her for at a dinner. We sat next to each other uh, at two different tables, and then I went to a... This speakeasy, which is like hidden behind an Italian restaurant, and uh, you know went went there to the point where like you literally have to when you go into the speakeasy, you hand them your cell phone and they hand you a playing card, and that's essentially how you like get your cell phone back. Like it's intense. You can't have a phone in there. No. I like that. It was great, but long story short, I walk in there and I'm chilling. I order a cocktail, having a good old time, and who sits down next to me but Emma and her then boyfriend once again. Your celebrity crush. Yeah. I went, <laughs> But he goes, why don't you make a move? I'm like, well, once she takes his tongue out of her mouth, I think maybe I stand a chance. Oh, they were like, oh yeah, and I was just going like, for it. Oh yeah, in the public, very much so. And I was just like, mm, I don't know if this is my time to shine. <laughs> Timing is everything. I truly. Timing is everything. Who are your celebrity crushes? Oh, uh, I mean, this is so eye rolling. But like Jason Momoa is everything okay. to me. There's something, there's something eye rolling about. But he's that. such this like barbaric energy of, mm. and like my sister in law is could not be less attracted to anyone, and so she doesn't get it. Okay. And I don't know if you saw some of his promos for SNL, 
Like he's just in the studio, just like being weird in his underpants, like like gyrating and screaming and yelling. And I sent it to my family. We have like a group chat, and I was like, "This is why I'm single." Because you love that. I I just but like he, I don't know how you recreate that anywhere. (laughs) Um, I would say you've got to find like there's a guy on TikTok who just chops wood. You gotta find him. (laughs) Is there? Yes. Does he live in California? That I don't know. You know, I haven't looked into him. All right, I'll look into it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Who else? Anybody else? Um, Alexander Skarsgård also. I obviously like. I know the name. I'm trying to think about. He was in Succession. He was. Oh, in... he's the guy for the for the takeover in Succession, yes. the merger. But he played such a weird character. He was in um. Big Little Lies. Big Little it? Lies mm-hmm. and True Blood. Never saw True Blood, but um, they're okay. Okay, but uh, yeah, I know. I would a guy. say the first few seasons are good, and then it just went. Um, he's handsome. I could see that. It's yeah. You like I I think like these more traditional like Jason Momoa is like like strong and like Vikings. he can like he can yeah <laughs> like he yeah. can like support he looks when you look at Jason Momoa you're like he could support a family like that's what yeah. you think and with with Skarsgård you're like oh he's put together like. He's he's gonna wear a nice sweater. He's gonna go into work, and he's gonna have power in his workplace. Yeah. Um. And even if he doesn't, he'll have it soon. Correct. And you're like, yeah, I could see that. Fierce, strong. Yeah. Yeah. And good eyes. Blue eyes, right? He does have blue eyes. Piercing. I served him one time, and it was like I almost melted into the floor. Did you say anything? You're like, I'm a big fan. No, no, okay. no. I could never. Mm. I stared at Jason Momoa through the bushes eating lunch one time. Oh. He was just like eating meatballs with his hands. And I was like, I've never been more turned on. Honestly, I don't think I've been either. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even eat meat. And I'm like, this guy. Um, Me neither. And I was like, I, okay. Okay, Momos. <laughs> I find it funny every time you meet a celebrity and you're like, either they're huge or they are the tiniest little person. Ti- There's some very, like Tom, Tom Cruise is tiny. Yeah. I think he's like he's four also foot nine. terrifying. I like put him on my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you, you you met him to say that he's terrifying? Yes. No. Like when he talks to you, it's like he's tearing your soul from your body. That's. I don't think I would want anyone to describe me that way. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's like you know, um, like fantasy novels you read where they can like read your thoughts. We're reading different books. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna be honest. You're not you're not reading fantasy romance novels. Well, you know what's weird? The book that I am reading right now, I think, would uh be considered fantasy to some extent. What are you reading? Uh, it is the sequel to Vicious. Have you ever heard of it? It's by V. E. Schwab. I know V. E. Schwab, mm-hmm. but I don't know Vicious. Mm, it's wonderful. Oh, interesting. Um, I'll have to put that on my list. You should. Are you a big reader? Book list. I have a I have a problem. With reading or with adding books to your list and not reading them? Uh, no, like I'm always reading. How? Where do you find the time? So you read and you obviously watch a lot and yeah. you write a lot. Yeah. And then in, from what I see, you are traveling <laughs> constantly. I travel a lot. Uh, do you have extra hours I don't have? Or do you not sleep? What's your story? Um, It depends. But I, I do like... For instance, I was in Vegas and my friend came out of the shower and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm reading. You Are you able to just like, like, oh, I have 10 minutes. Let me read a little bit. Yeah. I don't I'll do sneak in. If it's a good book, I'll sneak it in any chance I can get. How often do you spend on social media? Um, Probably too much. 
Interesting. I was going to say, I'm guessing that you don't spend time. But I, I've I've moved it from my home screen to like five pages down. Does that really make a difference? Yeah. Okay. Because in that f- five swiping, you in your head are like, what are you doing? Have you ever had this? Because it's like involuntary now. This is the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me. Uh-oh. I was on an app and I was like, oh, and like, forget it. I don't want to see this anymore. So I close it. And then I, I, I was like, let me do something else. And then I reopened the same app. It's like a, it's, it's honestly, it's an involuntary action. I don't, yeah. You just go to your phone, like you're bored for one second. And without thinking, you're just opening Instagram. Um, you know, which this is a silly one that I, I enjoy. Um, I like to go to Google News and then refresh it until I see something silly enough that I'm like kind of intrigued about. Like I, I like I don't want to read like if it's like, you know, like like uh, 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 what's a good example? Like when Trump, the indictments were happening, like I don't want to read that. Like that's a lot. That's too much for me right now. Yeah. But like there was an article that was like a rest stop in California was closed for a while, opened for 45 minutes and closed again for three years. I'm like, well, that one I got to click. What happened to the rest stop? You know, <laughs> I like to refresh until I see a story like that. I think you should go somewhere besides Google News. Um, well, here's the thing. I can't go on Twitter anymore because every time I go on there, someone will say something really simple. They'd be like, uh, I think I like cupcakes better than cake. And someone's like, well, Murder. I think that you Murder. are a Nazi. And I'm like, OK, all right. Well, got to get out of here. You can't do anything on that. No. Anymore. So I'm just like, um, I just got a Blue Sky account, but I don't know if Blue Sky is any friendlier. I mean, it's probably friendlier. It's probably more boring. I've never heard of it. It's a replacement for Twitter. Oh, who's who's in charge of that? Jack Dorsey, I believe. The guy who created Twitter. Oh, OK. So yeah. he's like, I have to revive my baby. I think so. I don't really know. But suffice it to say, yeah, I go to Google News for that. I, huh. yeah. I mean, listen, if you want to start writing me some short stories, I'll read those instead. Okay. Do you ever pedal in the short stories? No. Really? No. How about short films? No. I've As never someone, done that. How many short film scripts have you read? Because I don't, so people <laughs> who are listening don't know this. We knew each other already, yeah. but um, you worked as a part of a short film competition, mm-hmm. and you had to read conservative, because you did this, what, two years in a row? I think I only did it one year, but it felt like two years. It felt like 100 years. Yeah. How, how I mean, okay, if I said 200, 500, for those listening and not watching, she is pointing upward, 1,000? <laughs> I think it was somewhere between like 600, 800. That's what it ended up being. Did it help you quickly think to yourself, man, I am talented? Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad saying that. Why? I was reading them and in my head I was like, because I think we like kind of touched on this at the beginning. Like I'm not one to put myself on a pedestal. It's more like I get like, I just, I keep myself real humble, real humble. And when I did this, I was like, maybe am I amazing? Like it was like one of those. I I had a friend who did a um a table read and asked me to be part of it and um I went and read it and I remember I was like Sure. Okay. Well yeah. you did this and I read it. <laughs> Have you ever been like a part of something like that when at the end everyone starts like saying how great it is? And you're just stuck in your head like, did we are we Did all in the same room? Read the same thing, and then you start feeling maybe I'm crazy, and maybe my measure of good is incorrect. Yeah, I remember I was I did this read where it was kind of like um like Game of Thrones meets Succession, and I was like, this is the worst thing I'm I kill you ever. Right now. <laughs> 
For those who don't know, I was addressing a script that Jen wrote. Um, um, no, which I thought was wonderful. What was the script? I don't think I've ever asked you this. What was the first script that you and your writing partner, Aaron, wrote together where you go, we vibe? Oh, so we had just finished a shift. We were working together at Soho House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a good time. Um, and, um, and she was like, I like it so much, I'm going to move out of the state of California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we uh, went to Greenblatt's. We used to go there a lot the after work. Yes. Okay. It was the best. No, no, no that wasn't just, a judgment. I just was like, oh. Which, is it still closed for real? I don't know. Um, I don't think it made it through the pandemic, but someone should buy it and bring it back. Anyway. I love a good deli. It was the best. Mm-hmm. And you could buy, they had the little wine shop, so we would like get food and wine. Anyways. That's wonderful, honestly. We, uh, had, there was a group of us and we were all very single mm-hmm. and going through different levels of breakups. Mm. It was real wild. Like it was like, it was like a domino effect. Like it happened to one of us and then it like, and then there was like four of us and we just kind of developed this. So you started something called the first wives club. <clears throat> yeah, it's basically <laughs> yeah. that. Um, but she said, what did she say? It was something insane. It was something about, she's like, you know what we should do? She's like, we should start a moving company for for girls going through breakups. But then, like, really, it's to figure out who the single guys are in town. And I was like, yeah, you're on to something. We're going we're gonna to write that. We're going to write that. Sketch. Did you already know she was a writer? Yeah. Mm. She's, like, legit. Like, she has an MFA. And, like, she's, very, she's the brains of, of, of the duo, for sure. Is that one of those kinds of partnerships where, you, where you're, like, you're like, we are a team. And then when you're alone in your room, you go, what am I adding to this? <laughs> oh, 100%. You're like, I think I am sure there's like, me. Yeah. I'm sure for her, there's like, a, like also, I mean, I'm sure for her in general, there's a lot of eye rolling just as far. Because I also take a much longer time to process mm. anything mm. than she does. Like if we get a note, she's like immediately like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to, we go to page 15. We'll switch this. And me, I'm just like, um... Mm, and I have to sit on things for any note. You're just like, so they said they, okay, so he should have brown eyes, uh-huh. not blue. You think they'd be upset if it were green and eyes? And like, Aaron's am I, like, am I attached to yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I don't Aaron's know. Like, let it go. It's his eyes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Where she, she's very, she's much quicker at that kind of thing yeah, than yeah. I am. Whereas I'm just take a moment. Um, I do a lot of writing in the notebook. We were with um. When we were in the writing program, our mentor. Uh, Are you going to say what the writing program was? Oh, <laughs> it, when we were in the impact program with Imagine Entertainment. And who led that program again? I think it was um, his. What's his name? Uh, it's not John Howard. Ron. It's, oh, it's Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah. I love how you so subtly you're like, yeah, it was Imagine Impact. I'm like, no one knows what that is. <laughs> it's is, Ron Howard. Wasn't Brian also a part of it? Yeah. Ron it, Howard, it's Brian Ron Grazer. Howard and Brian Grazer's kind of um, incubator program for up and coming writers. Yes, which is very hard to, for those listening, very hard to get into, very hard to even break in it to. Submit is a challenge, and you were selected. We were. Yeah, you don't like tooting your script. own horn. I don't. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> it was with the it was with the moving company script. It was with the moving company script. So the first script the two of you wrote together got you into Imagine Impact. It did. That is the coolest. Do you not ever just like when you're having a bad day go, oh, that was pretty dope. I'm great. Yeah, I yeah I think of that a lot, and I'm like, you can do this. Yeah, because that was such an insane thing to happen. Like, because I was still working at Soho House at the time yeah, when yeah. we got it, and so then we went to our general manager. We were like, can we have an extended leave of absence? 
since you give everyone else an extended leave of absence. Yeah. Someone sneezes. You're like, let's give them an absence. <laughs> and she looked at us and said no. And we were like, okay, so I don't know how you thought this is going to go, but we, we quit now. Yeah. So I, um, and then I left the food and beverage industry. Is this Autumn or Sarah? Are we name calling? Are we, no, name, we, are we name dropping? I don't think whoever this it is is going to hear it. Yeah, no, she'll never hear that. No, she won't. But yeah. Um, so that, I was like, okay. Which was a blessing in disguise. Because if she hadn't done that, I probably would have never actually left. Do you travel a lot? Yes. Okay. Not as often as you. You're on planes more than you're on the ground. Well, it's because I make it a priority. Mm. Um, my wallet doesn't love it as much as yours <laughs> might. Uh, well, that's why I live in a studio apartment. Yeah. And and you have this. Uh, like someone broke into my apartment while I was sleeping and I refused to move because <laughs> when I looked at how much it would cost to move, I was like, Oh, Ugh. I thought you meant that night when the person was in your apartment, you refused to move and oh, you're just no. like, Steal what you want, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Take no no no. Like afterwards I was everyone was like, You need to move, you need like whatever and I was like doing the math and I was I was like, Oh, that's like two really amazing trips to Europe. Like I'm not moving. Can I throw a different take at you? <laughs> sure. if, if you just got robbed, I don't think they're coming back again anytime soon, you know? Well, it was kind of this weird thing of like, I got nervous that they knew where I lived. My purse got stolen at the airport once too. And they, they clearly had my driver's license and my keys. Mm. And I was like, they're going to come for me mm. in the black of the night. And they didn't, but they didn't. They also just changed your locks. Probably because they saw the, the items in my purse and were like, she's not what we're looking for. Yeah, they're like, we're going to rob her. What's in there? They're like, um, this is going to sound weird. It's a CVS receipt. <laughs> and it didn't actually come with just overarching coupons. It's one for hair treatment, and it's expired by about two years. They're like, yeah. anything else? You're like, no, there's nothing else in here. Nothing else. No, no. Why did she need a purse? I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, I, um, I once... Uh, uh, had to leave my keys. I, I like I like parked in a communal lot and they were like, well, you have to leave your keys in case we need to move it. I'm like, well, I didn't pay to valet. Like, I don't want to leave my keys with you. And they're like, you have to. It's part of the I was like, fine. I left my keys. They lost them. Literally, I gave them to them at a stand. They hung them on a, on a hook. How they lost them, I'll never was understand. Was it the like automatic key that cost like $300? It was or was a, it just a it key? It was a 2002 key? Toyota. There were no automatic Okay, keys. so you're good. Uh, you're safe. I was 100% safe. Uh, <laughs> but, but here's the problem. I had my house keys on, so I had to change my locks. And they didn't take any responsibility for it? But the funny thing is, one person said to me, they're like, you really need to change your locks? I was like, yeah. They go, the person's going to see the keys attached to the house keys. I don't think anyone's going to be like, this guy's rolling in it. And I was like, that is mean. <laughs> I'm not even good enough to rob. No. Um, no, that is interesting. Wait, so why did you ask if I travel a lot? Was, uh, I was talking about well, you were talking about risks. taking risks. Is traveling risky? Uh, for some people, yeah. Oh. Like, I know my friend's husband, like, will not leave their town. Like, he'll turn to dust. I don't know at the parameter. I have no idea. He's just a small town But I girl. think that's a wild thing not to do. Some people see it as, what do you see as risky? Quitting your job? Quitting and your job with no job. Following a dream? Lined up after that? Yeah. Following, following pursuits and comedy and writing. Yeah. Putting creative endeavors out into the world. Oh, that's scary. You Here know. for a good time, not a long time. Um, can it be both? I don't want to live long. Is that true? No. Like, yes, it's true. I don't. I don't. Ideal. Like, ideal. if I live past, I want to say this number and it's going to upset people. Oh. But if I live much past 75, I'm going to be annoyed. I thought you were going to say 75. Mm-hmm. 
I I also my family has a very short like I should have had my midlife crisis like 20 years ago. Um I think there's still time <laughs> if you want. I think I might be in the middle of it. Are you But just as one? far as like longevity as far as like my family's lifeline. Like three of my grandparents and my father all died before 60. My dad died at 64. That's Do young. You, very. Do you ever have moments where you're like, okay, like, because you're obviously not having your midlife crisis yet, but like, do you ever have moments where you're like, start to, to, to hint at it in your brain where you go, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel this way. Where I'm like, oh, my career's not where I wanted it to be. I haven't written the, the script that I think is going to break me through. I haven't written the stand-up joke that I think is going to be memorized in people's hearts and souls. I guess I'm just a big old failure. Where's that midlife crisis coming? Oh, it's only, you know, it's only this date, you know, let me just uh, hold it out. Every day. Oh, 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 good. Every day. Lovely. And then do you know what I tell myself? <laughs> I'm friends with Josh. Uh, yes. And then what I say is, oh, I'm going to be like Picasso and all my fame is going to come after I'm, I'm gone. Is it as fun if that happens? <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're, like, you're like, yeah, I would love to see some of it. <laughs> I mean, do you ever like, I, I don't know if this is your relationship with your manager. Um, you have a manager and an agent or just a manager? I don't anymore. Oh, you, 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 uh, uh, I was going to say tossed out, but maybe we that's parted ways. You parted ways with your, yeah. um, are you still writing with Aaron? Yes. Okay. So do the two of you ever turn to each other and just go, what are we doing wrong? Yeah. It's well, I think like as an artist, it's natural. Yeah. I think people who have like an over, like, like I get really jealous of people who have this like crazy sense of manifestation of six, like they're, they're like, like doing works. it everything right. Because I'm always the opposite. Like, I feel like I'm doing it all wrong. I don't know what I have to, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we get along, yeah. I mean, Aaron and I, especially, I mean, I think we're probably, you should see this, <laughs> our, our chat text is something. It's basically just a bunch of memes about, like, how we're not where we should be in life. <laughs> I will say this, and I'm not trying to butter your bread, and we have to go to the Newly Friend game in a second, but what I will say is I do remember when I read the Kodri script, you sent it to me, um, and you were like, hey, do you have any notes on this? And I remember sometimes there, there are two challenges when people send you scripts. Challenge one, which is a challenge I'm far more used to, is the script sucks. And you're just like, you're like, where do I even start here? Because I can't give them 15 pages of notes. So like, how do I really like, like, how do I give some overarching notes that like, this is not good. Um, and here are things to think about. The problem I have with you is very different. Which is you read something, you're like, oh, I gotta give her something. I mean, this is great. Uh, I gotta find something here of value because uh, this is just a great script. I feel like there is some beauty in nailing it, even if it's like, even if you haven't broken yet, there's some beauty in nailing it. I remember when I read that script, I was like, oh, so she did that. Like she wrote the script that everyone's kind of trying to write. She wrote the script that she can look at and be like, well, this is airtight. You don't feel that way? No. Oh, I think it's so good. But I also think the editing process is like, as, as far as writing, like it's like there's never an end to it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's rewriting for the rest of your life. For Till forever. Yeah. And I've done, I've changed so much since you've read it. Even at the table read? Oh, yeah. I literally have a script. I'm not exaggerating. It's one of the first scripts I ever, ever got me in rooms in LA. Swear to God. It makes a round again every couple years. Someone's like, hey, did you? Oh, funny. I read this script once from you. Did you ever sell it? I was like, uh, almost, but no. They're like, can I see that again? And every time it's new notes. Hey, new can notes. we make this person that? Can we change this to that? And I always do it because I'm like, sure. Nothing. Well, and everyone's happen. notes are different too. Yeah, I'll I'll take a note 
And then a year later, someone else was like, hey, can I say a script? And I'm like, hey, so I saw you did this. I would love to do it back. And I'm like, yeah, to the version I had before. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, version um, 41. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me pull that one back out of the rock pile, you know? Or like, do you get notes? I've gotten a lot of notes where it's like in my head, it's like, not taking that note. Not taking it or, or I tried it already. I know it doesn't work. No, like, what did I? We had written a script. I wrote it from the perspective of a man. <laughs> This is, this is such a tangent. It doesn't matter. I wrote it from like a male perspective. Uh-huh. And the whole point was that I was writing from a male perspective. And then our manager was like, you should, you should change it and make them all girls. And I was like, well, no, I'm not doing that. You were like, were we reading the same thing? Yeah, yeah. But it's like every note has value in some way. You just have to decide for yourself whether like you're going to pack that up with you or not. I remember when I was in that competition that you were judging or, or, or reading scripts for, and I remember like we talked about it, and I was just like, I told you, I was like, I just like at this point in this kind of competition, I just take the note. Like I don't, I'm not someone who's like, let me see the note behind the note. I'm like, no, like the the the, the note is like, hey, can you punch up the jokes here? Sure. <laughs> and then there were other people in the competition who we talked about later who just were like, no. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I don't think you like I, I know I don't ever argue a note. I mean, every like I said, every note is valid. I don't have to sit and argue why I think something, but I'm like, okay, this is what you think. I think differently, but thank you yeah. for your time. Mazel tov. Yeah. Um, let's get to the first segment. Uh, are you ready okay. for it? Yes. Um, it's called the Newly Friend Game. I'm going to ask you a question. You are going to write down your answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write down what I think your answer is. And then we are going to flip and see if we got it right. Oh, and we'll okay. do the same thing for me. Um, I Here's the thing. I want to ask you some questions, but I know the answers to some of these. So I'm going to go in a sure. different direction. What is one of your favorite movie comedies of the past, we'll say, 20 years? Give you some space. Okay. You ready? Flip your board on three. One, two, three, flip. A League of Their Own and Dazed and Confused are your favorites of all time. And Bridesmaids is the past 20 years. For all time, I wrote Fletch. And for 20 years, I wrote Superbad. Those Uh, are very good guesses, though. I will say this. A League of Their Own, I do not consider a straight-ahead comedy. But I love A League of Their Own. It's so good. But it also has some incredible dramatic scenes. Between the sisters. Amazing dramatic scenes between the two of them. And the way it ends was just... What would you call it? A dramedy? Yeah, I guess. It's not straight comedy. I yeah, get it. It, it, it. I think The League of Their Own actually plays in a bunch of different genres. Like, it, 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 you get the drama, you get the comedy. It's technically a sports movie. Like, it's, it's also so, kind it's of. It's all the things. It's also his, like, it's, it's actually based in real history. So there's like some of that. It's like a little hard to pinpoint that movie. Also, it, it, the, the, the cast in that's insane. It's insane. How they got all these people into one movie. It's Penny Marshall's. Brilliant. Yes. Now, Speaking of good good directors, so Dazed and Confused on your list. Obsessed. I like Dazed and Confused a lot. It's not my favorite. That's fair. Um, I mean, you know, I don't want to say like boyhood, but like kind of. Um, but like Dazed and Confused was great. Were, were either were either of those movies influences when you write? Do you ever like think to yourself like I want to recreate that? No. Like that no. feeling, not the movie itself. I mean, I think. Like a League of Their Own and Lethal Weapon Four, like <laughs> just go with me for a second. They encapsulate so many different genres of things. I'd like to do like because I hate when you go to the movies or when you, when people used to go to the movies. I I I've seen and they're like it's a chick flick like nothing. Irritates I saw three me movies more. in the past week in theaters. So Did yeah. you? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I do, like, in a sense, League of Their Own, because, like you were saying, it's so many things. I do have an, like, idea that I want to do something like that, where there's something for everyone. What was the chick flick comment in there? You said... Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Like, when you used to, like, try to pick a movie for date night, hmm. and guys are always like, it's a chick flick. Like, I just find that to be the most... Well, it's inherently gendered uh, in a weird way. Yeah. Like that phrase. However, I'll throw something at you. Typically, I'm the one choosing the chick flick. You are? Yes. Did you like Bridesmaids? Yes. <gasps> I have um, a pause. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I saw two movies in two days that were comedies that came out at the same time. Um, one was Bridesmaids and one was Horrible Bosses. What I will say, and this is a me problem, not a movie problem. This is a me problem. When I am watching a movie, I want a movie, I want to watch a movie that understands its lane and maximizes its lane. Mm, To me, Bridesmaids was starting to play in all different things because it was at first straight ahead funny. Then they went deep into cringe and like that last, then all of a sudden it went absolute absurdist where like, she's like throwing dirt in a chocolate fountain. And I'm like, this is like, now we're in absurdity town. Like now this is not realistic comedy. Now this is crazy comedy. And I was like, kind of like, I, I, I think Bridesmaids is so funny, but I also just, I have a tough time sometimes with it because I'm just like, this couldn't, this didn't feel consistent in terms of the style of comedy it went with. It, it felt like just like whiplash of all these different styles of comedy in the same movie. Interesting. Which again is a me problem. I like. No, I don't think, because that's how I felt with Barbie. So I. Everyone I'll, was like obsessed with it. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. I think the last <laughs> 20 minutes made the whole movie confusing to me as to what were you going for? Mm-hmm. Because now it's completely turned on its head. Um, but the reason I brought up Horrible Bosses is I'm not saying it's a better movie, but what I liked it better because it knew exactly what it was going for. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, it was like, this is where we are and this is what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, lovely. Now I happen to really like that movie, but I'm not saying it's better or worse. I think Bridesmaids had much more of an impact on culture and much more of an impact on things that came after it and changed the game for a lot of comedies where it was like, yeah. hey, we don't need boatloads of like, misogynistic sex jokes to make a funny movie. So I think that it holds more value in society. I just didn't like the, um, I get it. Inconsistency. I get that. Um, should we do this question for me? Yeah. All time. No. Favorite. Now I need to think. I feel like I'm going to get this so wrong. This is a thinker. All time favorite comedy and comedy the past 20 years. Okay, here we go. This is stressful. Flip your word on three. All okay. right. One, two, three, flip. Okay, oh, so you wrote on. for all time Christmas vacation. Oh my gosh, and- I thought you wrote Seabiscuit for a second and I was no. like, Erroneous. Uh, okay. No, you wrote uh, all time is Christmas vacation. Twenty years is the Hangover. Um, mine uh, of all time is probably the Sandlot. Um, I think it's such a funny movie and so excellently done. Yes. Um, and uh, and then I wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is so good. Is my past twenty years. Another the thing that I almost put for comedy, but I don't know if you can call it a straight ahead comedy for one reason or another. Would have been like Home Alone. I almost put Home Alone. I think Home Alone. Because in my head, as I wrote Christmas Vacation, I was like, I bet he's more of a Home Alone guy. Uh, so I'll, I'll say this. I, I like Christmas Vacation. I it's so funny. I, I don't dislike it. Um, uh, it just never... I think Christmas Vacation had to be kind of a part of your childhood to play. And it just like that one, for whatever reason, it wasn't in our local video show. Like, I just didn't get as much access you, to it. Do you come from a big family? No. Mm. So I just didn't 
I, I didn't even have a big extended family. Yeah. So like for me, Christmas Vacation, very funny. Actually, you know, uh, uh, Jess's dad's favorite movie. Is it? Yes. Here's what I'll say about The Hangover. It's important to understand when watching comedies or watching stand-up, you know, that that comedy exists in the moment it happens, right? And it's unfair to apply current standards to older films, like, you know, or older stand-up. For example, as I've said on this podcast before, like Eddie Murphy's Raw is really not kosher in terms of today and doesn't really hold up. But in the time, it was incredibly funny and it was game-changing and he should still be viewed as a visionary for, for, for creating that in that moment. The Hangover was very, very funny. One of the opening lines of the movie is paging Dr. F word. And I'm just like, cool. That's not really language that right now in my life that I want to hear. A lot of that movie is funny, but like, and great. And again, in that time, it was hilarious. Not that word, but that film. It's just one of those movies where, like, I like it so much, and also I I do have to, like, put on my cap of, like, well, it was okay to say this stuff, I guess, then. Yeah. There's a lot that doesn't track today. 100%. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a minute, but, like, I've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall a lot. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a huge piece of it that's not tracking. I'm sure there are pieces, but, like, I can't think of one in the immediate. I can't either. Whereas Knocked Up, there are some problematic Parts of that movie, yeah. they're a little easier to spot. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I always make this joke in my real life where someone's like, um, you know, like, what are you doing? And I'm always just like, oh, I'm just a guy trying his best, you know, and I, I make that joke a lot. I think that forgetting Sarah Marshall is truly that it is just about a guy, an emotional guy who's just trying his best. He really and is. It's not, and it's not going great. Also, like, I don't know what it is, but. It's always women going through breakups. So to see a man go through a breakup is such a and fresh the perspective. Came from him. Yeah. Nudity's on his side. Yes. And and it's just like it was refreshing. Breakups are hard. I agree. Yeah, no, my breakup with my ex was really, really bad. I say ex, but it was like I mean, it was years ago. They're still your ex. Do you think that just the ex <laughs> label gets lifted? I feel like after a certain time, doesn't that expire? Because when you think ex doesn't doesn't that seem recent to you? No. It's no. not like milk. Yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like it's like I'm good now. I don't need to call it that. It feels so much more serious than it is. Yeah. I also feel like the, the phrases girlfriend and boyfriend sound so childish. There's no real phrasing that any of us really like. Also, you know, I'm, I'm engaged right now. The word you fiance makes me want to punch myself you in the head. It? I think it's so snooty. Come up with, what, I have a friend who calls her boyfriend, I guess you would call it. She says lover. That's the worst of I've and heard I, of anything we've said. I'm, oh, my lover. But she doesn't say it like that. But, she, but that's what, what I, I hear. Every time she says it, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about the man I make love to? Yeah. What about him? But it's so, like, people have, bases are different for people, too. What? Yeah, like, my friend thinks first base, like, everyone's definition of base, like, it's all different. Finish the sentence. People Your friend thinks crazy... first base is what? Oh, it's, like, what is first base to you? Uh, making out. Right. Just kissing. Yes. Maybe some tongue. Sure. Yeah. What's her first base? Uh, like pants. She's like, it's like down in the pants. Like that is not first base. Your dry pants? No. You're saying to her, giving head is first base? Nope, just hands. Oh, just hands. Just hands. Just hands. So, so uh, like a a a UTPHJ is. I I can't even under the pants hand job would be. Is that what that's called? Is that commonly? Well, most people talk about an OTPHJ, but yes. 
Wow. But to, to her, she's like, oh, I jerked a guy off. We made it to first base. That's yeah. What, that, she believes that. That's crazy. What's a home run for her? I don't even know. I don't know. We can't even get past first base. I was going to say, is a home run for her just like a straight up gangbang? What just is like, I was just going to say the whole team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. shows up. People take a ticket. Yeah. I don't wow. know. It's wild. Um, do you think outside of this one individual, do you think people subscribe to different bases? I think the bases I are standardized. I don't think so. I think they're pretty... So my friend, so I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Did you that know that? That shocks me. I, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I'm not. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, so. You just have such like laid back kind of like, like uh, I go with the flow kind of energy that I don't feel like a school <laughs> like that would be fine encouraging. <laughs> I mean. I feel like it would be very regimented, like scheduled. Yeah, it was. But I always, I don't know. I just. I had the uniform. I leave it in my locker, so I just show up in like t-shirt and boxer shorts, and then just throw on my uniform. And but what I was saying, so we all, uh, we everything we talked in code about sex. So everything was a pizza related. I love pizza. And it was like Which I mean, I, sex, I made I mean. like graphs and charts for everyone. Like everyone got a copy, and it was like every topping had a different meaning. And it was like, oh, what did you do? What'd you do with, I don't even know. What'd you do with Mark last night? And it'd be like, oh, we had meat lovers pizza. And it'd be like, I can guess what that is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What do you think it is? I don't know anymore. Now I'm just like, (laughs) I thought it. And then I was like, well, it could be that. It could be that. And then I was like, here's the thing. Here's what confused me. If you said we went Hawaiian, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that was a topping. Um, To a lot of people, it isn't. I love pineapple on my pizza. It's I have no thing. issue with it. I don't know why it's such a controversial. People get real riled up about it. And it's like, well, you don't have to eat it. Yeah. I, well, everyone, everyone wants to get in each other's shit all the time. So angry about that's like, I mean, that's going back to when you asked about Star Wars and you're like, yeah, I saw it. It's like, why do people get so riled up about what other people like yeah. and don't like? If someone comes up to me and they're like, well, uh, you know, uh, Cylod, uh, the fourth, uh, you know, zippity do, you know, blah, blah. And I don't go what, like, like F you. I'm just like, hey, this is what this person enjoys. You know what? I know, uh, you know, all the like most of the flavors that Salt and Straw's released in the past year, because that's what I like. My like isn't better or worse than their like. And you, you know, you mentioned Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That really resonated with me, as it sounds like it did with you. Obsessed. Right. But there are a lot of people that probably didn't resonate with. That's fine. Garbage people. Honestly, I've never liked them. I'm just kidding. I've never liked them. You're not wrong. No, my sister and I are obsessed with Buffy. Like, obsessed. I I thought Angel, that's probably where all my problems with men started. Because I developed a crush on Angel, who's not a real person. That is correct. And, Yeah. And then you're like, now I feel weird things for Spike. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I never was into that. Were you into that? I, I respected it for what it was, but in my head, I was like, this is never going to be okay. I think I liked him more than Angel and Riley. <gasps> what? Yeah. That is crazy. He was the most flawed. You didn't think Angel was flawed? Not flawed enough. <laughs> you need him just real beat up. Have you seen his bone structure? That man is a saint looking guy. I sure have, Josh. Listen, I, I'll tell you this. I, watching Sarah Michelle Gellar and Buffy, like I think I came into my own as a man. Um, She's so talented. I mean, she was perfect in that role. Yeah, I wanted to marry her and yeah. um, start a family. I, I mean, think, I wanted to marry her. And what? Yeah, yeah I didn't we all? And, yeah, she was my, my first crush was Larissa Olenek from um, Alex Mack. Olenek from Alex Mack. What was she in? What was that movie she was in? Ten things. Ten things I hate about you. She played Bianca. Mm-hmm. 
Bianca Stratford. I also think that she was very talented. Where'd she go? She's great. I don't know. I think some people are really smart and they just like get in, get their money and get out. Can I do that? <laughs> I can't get in. <laughs> Can I volunteer as tribute, please? I'm in. I'm in. Um, I think this is as good a time as any to go to the lightning round. Are you ready for it? Yes. So the lightning round is five fast questions. They do not at all have to be fast answers. Okay. It's the same questions we ask everybody. And I keep it on an index card because it makes me feel like a late night talk show host. Um, Question one. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is a favorite ritual of yours? So I like brewing tea. What would be one of yours? I don't have one. Of any kind. Is that the weirdest answer you've ever gotten? No one's ever said that, but you know what? There's. A- I wake up and I try to play Wordle every day, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean to wash my face before I go to bed, but I don't. This is probably like some subconscious. Well, I would say you could talk to your therapist about that, <laughs> but apparently you don't need one. Um, question two. Do you have a running bit with a friend or partner that makes you laugh? Um. So I think my writing partner, <laughs> she's going to kill me. I think she looks like a meerkat. So <laughs> anytime I see a meerkat now, like anywhere. Do you ha- see meerkats around a lot? So many. Okay. No, just like I was at the zoo once and there was all these meerkat. Like I just, now I send her meerkat stuff all the time. How Did she respond well to that? Well, she thinks it's funny. Okay. Well, that's good then. As far as I know, she thinks it's funny. She, so Aaron's She's been texting me. She is right not now. thrilled with it. Um. Trying to think of another bit. Oh, icing. Icing? Yeah, like smearing off ice. Oh, icing somebody. Yeah. I thought you meant like icing like frosting. No, yeah. Like smearing off ice. That's... You still do that? Yeah. When's the last time you did that to someone? <sighs> I think it's been like a year. Okay. So not super recent, but, but you do do it. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay. The best ice that I've... someone tried to ice me. I was on vacation. Shocking. I was in a cabin. In the woods. And mm-hmm. my friend decided to hook up with someone in our room that was supposed to be our room. And there was a Smirnoff ice under my pillow, and they got it instead. Did they stop what they were doing? I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh. Didn't sound like it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I hope you're listening. Um, question three. What is a controversial opinion that you have? My, I think probably my biggest controversial opinion is that like I can't stand Democrats and I can't stand Republicans. Is that controversial? Because I feel like we all feel that way. <laughs> Are we all Lewis Black now? Um. Oh, I'm not even. I didn't know that he. He. Yeah, that would make sense that he would say that. I think that that the the opinion that I have, which feels related, is um I I can't stand politics generally. It's awful. It's all awful. I also um, like pineapple on my pizza. People find that to be very upsetting. It's shocking to me that I think if someone listens to this, they will find that to be more controversial. That's all they'll remember. Is the girl the who likes pineapple yeah. on her pizza. They'd be like, what, she wrote a thing? I also hate cats. You hate cats? I don't love them. Okay, interesting. Allergic or you just don't like them? Um, I am allergic. Okay. But on my dating profile, which I never go to, mm-hmm. it says the hard lines are you cannot be a Steelers fan and you cannot own a cat. Interesting. Maybe that's maybe that's why I'm single. There are a lot of men who own cats who have been talking to me about you. Or and, like um, tiny dogs. Well, like, no one likes a tiny dog. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I like cats, so you do. Y- like you're gonna cats. hate me. I do. I'm sorry. Um, question four: Have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? And if so, is there one moment that sticks out to you? I think I experience it a lot when I hang out with Joe. Oh, 
Because she's just the coolest person that's our ever. Our mutual friend who runs a film, uh, a greater film content, content programming group, I guess, and also is literally at every event. Every event. That anybody ever wants to go to. And she'll just be like, come along or come to this. And then I'll show up and she'll be introducing me to all these people. And what I always think is going on in these people's minds is, why am I meeting this woman? <laughs> I People text me saying, why did I just meet Jen? And I'm like, I don't, know. I don't know. No, yeah. I think that a lot. Well, she also like brushes shoulders with crazy people. Crazy people. Yeah. And, and it's like, Doug Ellen was our um of of entourage yeah he was our shaper when i was in the impact program okay and i he invited me to the premiere of one of his like his new show that he was putting out which was uh this is terrible i can't remember the name of it it's okay but it was for his podcast maybe okay i can't really quite remember um but he invited me and they were going to show like the pilot or something and aaron was out of town so i would have had to go on to go by myself sure and in my head, I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm not going there. Like, he was just saying it. Like, in my, I, he was just asking to be nice. You didn't go? <laughs> I didn't go. Because I like, got imposter syndrome before I even put on a, a nice pair of pants. Oh, my Lord. I think you could have worn jeans, frankly. Um, but that's just, maybe that was the problem the whole time. I mean, I think it's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, question five, final question mm-hmm. is, uh, what is your favorite tea? And if you're not a big tea drinker, what's your favorite comfort? I love fresh mint tea. Oh, it's my favorite. Me too. Just like super simple fresh mint leaves. Well, do you like this mojito tea? It's close. I do, actually. I like it a lot. There you go. Um, well, Jen, has the pod. How do you feel? Good? So great. So good. Refreshed? I think so. Good. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That was Jen Kodros. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter at jkodros. We'll be back next week. So until then, happy steeping. Uh, at night, I wash my face, uh, do retinol, uh, then eye cream, and then um, hyaluronic acid and a moisturizer. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're such a better person than I am. No, no. I mean, well, sure, but See, not. See, but because that's of why that. you have sweet baby skin, and uh, mine looks like. Does mine look like? Sweet I've baby been skin? sunbathing since I was two. <laughs>